episode 119 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, we're back on a, a Friday this time. It's a week since uh, the last dance, and here we are. We're, we're sitting down, nonetheless, um, and uh, we've both got big grins on our faces, eh? Well, th- well, firstly, thank God you're sitting down, because this is listener, new listeners, and hopefully we've got some new listeners. Welcome on board. Kyle, last week... Uh, put his body through the absolute ringer and his mind through the absolute ringer. And this week, all we're going to talk about is the treadmill challenge. I mean, it's on everyone's mind. You've, you know, we'll come to how how you feel about it and the, and what happened and and what you know the challenge, the BHAG. And but I mean, firstly, mate, well done. I, I mean, you are an absolute hero. This is a man who sat there and he's sitting across, he's sitting virtually across from me. He's put, as I say, he's put his body through the absolute ring. You're going to, I'm about to buckle up because we've got a story to hear. But the mo- the, the key thing that we want to highlight is Kyle has put his body on the line and, and raised over 10 grand for two amazing charities. I mean, that, well done, buddy. That's absolutely incredible. Uh, well, you couldn't have said any better, Tom. And I've got to say, like, the, this whole challenge just started with a joke and a, a bit of a light, light-hearted joke, and uh, and I thought, you know, why not go for the record? I can raise a bit of money for charity, and I put, I put like a, you know, I put like a number, you know, a target to raise, and I, I was like debating what charities are really close to my heart for various reasons, and the ones I chose were Chaz and Gathimba Edwards Foundation, and. Uh, so yeah, five grand was the target, and I thought that's a real, that's a, you know, I thought for me that's a real stretch to to try mm. and get to that number, and uh, and to see the, 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 you know, just to see how much has been raised. I mean, we're almost at. I, I just got a check yesterday through the post for two hundred pounds from a, uh, you know, a, a close friend back home, and that makes it closer to eleven. Well, I haven't even donated yet, mate. I've got my pound per mile to put in. So I wanted to wait till tonight to get their final number. Look at at that, eh? So, like, we're almost at £11,000. And it's just, honestly, like, you know, like, uh, let's let's go like yeah like I said it was going to just be a little bit of a joke. I'll I'll go for this random treadmill challenge, and the amount of people who have donated and. Uh, you know, so many different people, and and for not just the, not just the running community, just friends and family, and even people I don't even know have donated to, it. and uh, to see eleven thousand pounds will literally change children's lives, and uh, absolutely, it's just it's it honestly like if I have a little cry on on TRS tonight, please don't judge me because uh, <laughs> it's it's by far the most, you know, proudest thing that I've, I've done, other than give my Debbie and give birth to, no, I didn't give birth to Logan, Debbie gave birth to Logan, but this is like, yeah, something I've, I never thought would, I'd be so proud, proud of, um, even though, you know, I didn't break the world record, just getting on that treadmill, just, to, do you know, just getting on that treadmill to start with was a massive success for me, like, um, the amount of, the amount, the, the amount of kind of ifs and buts and ups and downs in the last three or four months, and even on the day, uh, in the last couple of days, when you know I mentioned I potentially might not have a job, um, you know, luckily I have got something. Um, but 
you know, the, the stress of that and the anxiety going, go, you know, going into it was, you know, there was a lot of like operational issues I had to like deal with on the day, even um, the run up to it. And uh, I was what, you know, I had no, I wanted to just prevail and just, just, you know, just get on with it and just get this treadmill ready to go, ready for me to jump on and press the go button. And, and you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed the live stream. I haven't really seen much of it, but uh, Mate, from the live stream, the live stream was off the hook. And I, I said, I said this to you when I spoke in the weekend afterwards that it, it was, it was a bizarre thing. It was like watching. I mean, there, you couldn't watching it. It was just a man on a treadmill. You couldn't even see how far he'd gone, or you, so you couldn't really tell how fast he's running. So it's not from that perspective. It's not that interesting. But a lot of listeners, I'm sure, in fact, hundreds of listeners, thousands will agree with me. It is. It was one of the most addictive things I've ever seen. You're just watching <laughs> because you're kind of you're watching it, waiting for something to happen, and it will go like minutes and minutes and minutes with just you running, and then suddenly there'll be like something will happen. You'll get off, and it's like, oh Jesus, what's ha- what the fuck's happening? You know what's going on? But anyway, so let's let's take it. Let's go to the. Um, you are the. You're the. I'm interviewing you this week. That's how it works. You're the. You're the 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 host and the guest this week for TRS. So Kyle, take us back. Take us to the day. Now I understand we don't need to go into the detail too much to start, but it sounds like you were a bit let down. And you, I mean, this is the guy who's due to jump on the treadmill at nine o'clock. He can't jump on the treadmill at nine o'clock because nothing's ready. Let down by um, you know people and organisations who are supposed to be supporting him, which is which is not great. But regardless, you've got it sorted. So you've got that. You managed to struggle all that off. You stepped on the treadmill. What's that first? What is? What was your first split? I mean, that was one thing we talked about months ago. What was the first mile split? Oh, it was like six sub six minute miles, Tommy. <laughs> I absolutely sprinted. You know, it's like a cross country start. You know, you you do your first sub, you know, three minute k, and then you just ease into the whole thing. No, no, not at all. It was, uh, I, you know, I set the set the bar at seven fifteen a mile, and just just cruised on along at that that pace. Uh, and like you know, I mentioned before, um, I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a right I'm a right bugger for not overhydrating, but you know, drinking and having a pee for the first hour of the my ultra race or, or whatever I'm doing. And that was the same case again, Tommy. So I get off about forty minutes into the run, going, I'm needing to go for a piss. So I thought, oh, for Christ's sake! And like I mentioned, you know, the time you slow the treadmill down, you jump off the treadmill. You go to the toilet, you wash your hands. Mm-hmm. So I was like hygiening them, making sure there was no, course, no yeah. risk of contamination. You're, hi- you're hygiening them. <laughs> yeah, hygiening them. <laughs> and uh, jumping back in the treadmill and, uh, and then pressing start again. And that all takes, it takes some time for the treadmill to start and to stop. And it's, uh, you know, a minute, it's something that you do on a trail race for 20 seconds would take you double the time because of having to travel to even, even like, 40, you know, a, a minute to do. So it was a little bit of a, you know, that was a, that re- kind of just panicked me, not panicked me. I knew I would get the time back, but, um, but my, you know, the first kind of three, and that happened about quite, a, quite often for the first couple of hours. And I was averaging about 720 a mile, but it was slowly going, you know, throughout the hours, it was slowly going back to the 717 per mile. And then obviously the, the record pace was 715 a mile. That I was wanting to hit for a while, um, but yeah. So when I got to like hour five, hour six, um, I was back on pace. And as 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 some of you all know, 
that hour five, hour six is where the hip started to play up. Um, and that's where it really, you know, I had to kind of hold on for a while and realize, nah, something's not right here. I'm going to jump off, take the break um, and just like do some squats. So like kind of assisted squats and um, just to loosen off the hip. And, and that did work for a while. Um, I, you know, I, I think it was like every sort of half an hour, it would feel okay. Um, and then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of talk to you about later on um, kind of how that developed. But, you know, the first... When was the first, first time you... When was, when was the first time you felt the hip? Five hours, you say? It was probably about it, five hours, but bear in mind, this hip isn't the hip that I'm usually injured. It's really? the opposite one. Yeah, so it was like... The I hip didn't flexor. know that. So my, hip, my so, actual hip that I thought, thought would be the, the, the kind of sticking point was, was okay. It was absolutely That's fine. Interesting. Have you ever um, had any issues with that hip? That this no, new not hip at hip? all. No, it was like it wow. was right in the, the, the hip, like in the anterior side, the anterior, um, one of the kind of deep muscles within it. It's I'm not sure what if, if it's like so, it's like this, the source of what it is, but um, yeah, I'm, I I just have to find out the exact cause. But it was it was such a it was so nerve nervy. It was it was almost like you couldn't keep going. You had to stop. Like it was yeah. just agony. Um, so it was a real like bugger to have that so early on. And, um, and obviously, you know, we'll, we'll chat about the kind of developments from that, but it was essentially going from the hundred mile world record after about six hours to, and I think halfway I was bang on maybe slightly, just, just slightly above world record pace. Um, but I did have quite a lot of stops and, the whole, my whole thing was, right, will it ever ease off? Probably it isn't going to ease off. I'm going to have to get off, on and off the treadmill a lot. But because I was averaging about 720 a mile for six hours, I, I banked quite a lot of time um, to go for the world record. So essentially, if I was to stop, if I was to get off the treadmill and stop for an hour and then run 844 a mile, I, I would be able to break the world record, if that makes sense. Yeah. But it's easier said than done because you've been really thrashing out hard for seven fifteen a mile. Um, it's it's That's really you know, your body takes a bit of damage and it takes a little bit of it. It, it does start fatiguing, maybe not cardiovascularly, just more muscle. You know, just your muscles, your tendons, everything just starts to lose its elasticity. Um, so. So yeah, talk so us through that decision. I mean, you're so again for listeners who are maybe not fully aware of the the process and the way it worked on the day. You've obviously got a distance in front of you and a time and the treadmill, so you know yeah. how far you've gone. How how is that working in terms of understanding how you're on for the record and and then the decision at which point was it you or or how else was that decision made to say no, I'm not going for the hundred anymore. Good question. So essentially, the treadmill has the distances, got the pace and things like that, but Obviously, when you stop and start, you've got to go by the overall time. So there was a big mm -hmm. clock on the left-hand side of mm -hmm. where I was running. So that was the that was the main that was the main fix fix fixated point in terms of you know how long time. are we running for? Um, but yeah, you've got. I mean, your, my support team were absolutely fantastic. They really were. Like every single one of you, you know, they were just amazing. And we had uh, old man Dave was the the first guy on board. So he was, you know, being a, G, a, a GB international now. Um, he's, uh, you know, he, he knew his stuff in terms of fueling and just, 
you know, what, what to give me, um, taking note of my fuel, taking note of uh, the distance on the treadmill, because obviously when every hour you've got to take a note of the distance for record purposes, I suppose. Um, so like we had a real, I, you know, we, there was one point when the treadmill reset itself and we had to take a note of that distance. Oh. So I, on the, on the display on the console, I didn't actually know where, how many miles I had. I could add it up, but it was quite hard when you're running to add up, you know, yeah. sums and things. Um, but I was asking my support team just to calculate what pace I'm doing and what pace I need to keep doing um, for the next X amount of hours. Um, if it was going for the 100 mile world record, if it was going for the 24 hour world record. So, um, so yes, yeah, so it was a little bit, you know, it was a lot, it was really a lot for the support team to do because they had to, every, they had to know that I was getting enough fluids in, getting enough carbohydrates in, making sure that I'm on track for the record, making sure that they're recording the distance every hour, um, you know, and, and all the other things, keep giving me support, but not too much or too little support. Um, mm -hmm. And then if I do go off the treadmill, they have to be ready to stop and start the treadmill. And um, so, yeah, I, there, was, there was quite a lot of uh, responsibility for all the, the support. Perhaps maybe more than they thought. Um, but, you know, they were all, they're all athletes and they're all, they're all passionate people and they're all friends of mine. And uh, it, was, it was just great to, to get, you know, they were just brilliant, you know. Um, so, yeah, so does that answer your question? It does, yeah. And I guess, so you're getting fed that information regularly and you said it was around about six hours, seven hours, you decided, no, I'm not going to make the, the 100. And that was purely on the hip. Yeah, purely on the hip. Um, I mean, the, the sheer pace that I had to run, the hip was just getting too painful. Um, and it just wouldn't have been sustainable. I think I could have kept going. I could have kept going hard, but there was no way I was going to make the time up based on the way I was running, the amount of stops I would need to, to ease off the hip. So uh, luckily I had a physio who was there, Gav, and, and Hamish, mm. Hamish Battle, you know, he was uh, great too. So they, you know, they gave me some advice and exercises to do and, um, and that really helped. But again, it was just the constant breaks that I needed to, 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 to have just meant that it was just unrealistic to go for the, the record. But you really, you know, we mentioned it before, you really do have to make a decision as early as you can because that really will dictate how you're going to feel later on in the race, in the challenge. And that's really anything. But I think, you know, looking, looking back on it, six, seven hours in when you're, you're in pain and you've, you've kind of yeah. exerted quite a lot of energy already, it's probably just a little bit too late. Um, you know, it was just a little bit too hard to pace to, because I wasn't, although I was set, you know, averaging, because I was getting on and off the treadmill, sometimes I was hitting 7, 11, 7, 12 per mile for the 100. So just to try and catch up on time, you know, it was not, a, it was a gradual process, but that does take a little bit out of you. And then you've got the indoor, the dry air and the fans going. Um, there's quite a lot of like stimuli kicking about as well. You've got a TV on the left. Uh, you've got people around you, so you know you can It's easy to get distracted, you know. Mm -hmm. and, it, and emotionally, how did that feel? Accepting and may, and dropping back the pace to say, right, I'm all for the 24 hour here, because I know you were so 
up for the hundred. You're so up for that, and you know, yeah. I, I think, you know, I certainly believe you had it in you. And I think weren't up for the hip. I think you would have, you, you, you did have that in you. So how, how emotionally was that when you made that decision and started running at eight, whatever you were at? It was, it was quite hard. It was, it was really hard to to just let go. But you could see the time, the distance going away every time I would step off and try and loosen my hip off. So it was kind of like, right, okay. Ah, bugger, right, we've got a second chance here, we've got a second opportunity to try and, you know, maximise the, you know, almost like, yeah, maintain or, or, or um, protect the amount of distance I've covered and just to try and recover and just slow the pace down, get your senses back and uh, slow, slow it right down, take breaks when, when your hip hurts, um, and just see see how things go. So uh, so yes, yeah, so it was it was probably like I can't remember how much what the pace per mile on average would be. I had to run, but it would be something like nine tens, nine twenties for the rest of the the twenty or the eight seven oh, so like, eight, eighteen yeah. hours or so. Eighteen hours. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't sound that bad, but when you you know when you're when you're running and running and running and your hips getting worse and worse and worse and you're having to come off more frequently. It, it soon adds up that time that I've banked, uh, that buffer that I've created for myself. And uh, in, in the addition of, of really expending lots of energy in the first sort of six, seven hours, it, it really did add up. So, so, you know, initially I was quite positive. I was quite optimistic. And, and, and I said, right, I've definitely got this in me. I'll go for this world record and we'll just see how the hip holds up because I'm going at a slower pace. It's going to feel easier. I'm not, my stride line is going to be shortened. Just relax, you know, put more focus on doing some of the, the key exercises, the key sort of um, sort of uh, drills that I was given by Gavin. So he gave me like, you know, high knees, uh, bum kicks, like, you know, bringing your feet out 10 to 2, uh, mm-hmm. you know, doing some squats now and again when you, you jump off the treadmill. So there was lots of different things that I could, you know, I could do to try and keep the hip from, from really seizing up and preventing the nerve pain. But I tell you what, you know what the key one was, Tommy? And some of you will know this, looking at the Twitch feed. And it, is a, it was a vibrating device. It just wasn't oh, the, I know what you're gonna type say. of vibrating device. Yeah, uh, it was a massage gun. So I got right stuck into the hip flexing. Boy, oh boy, Tommy. It, what a treat. Like, what a treat. It, it really did work. So I was able to, like, you know, limit some of the times that I was coming off the treadmill. And I was just holding on to the gun. And just firing into my my hip and and what a difference it made, you know. Sometimes it would make more more of a difference than other times, um, but it, it became me shouting for gels, fuel, whatever it was, uh, water, active root, you name it, to um to to me having to shout uh, to to me having to shout massage gun vibrator <laughs> vibrator. <laughs> Make sure the vibrator is on charge. We've got eight more hours of this. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I've got to say, on the one thing I did like on the, uh, I think it might be Emma who put up on Instagram. It was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed seeing Gavin Hamish give you the assisted squats. Top lads look like they looked after you good and pro- looked you oh, after really, you properly. Really qualified physios, passionate about their their passion, their role, their job, and uh, you know they did an absolute ster- sterling job of keeping me right. So yeah, really thankful for what they, those guys did as well. 
Um, right. But yeah, so I mean, you've made. I was going to say, so you've made the decision to bat, to say, right, I'm going to go for the 24 record, hundreds off. You slowed it down. You're having issues with a hip. And how, how did, how, meanwhile, how does this all feel aerobically? Because you're now at like eight hours running and that's a long time to be running. You can't, you know, that's, for anyone to run on a treadmill for that long is a long time. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not, a, treadmill's not the most natural way always to run on. So how, how are you feeling apart from the hip by then? Aerobically, I felt okay. And um, I was quite entertained throughout the whole thing because, <laughs> you know, like I said before, You've got your mind's fixated on breaking a record, like a race, you know, however long it is, your mind's focused on doing as well as you can. And also, like, I've, so many people have, you know, dug into their pockets to, to donate to these two charities, so I can't let them down. So that's playing in my mind too. Um, and then second, you know, thirdly, you've got support there um, and you've got the virtual, you know, everyone watching virtually, even though, you know, I was getting messages from every, you know, everyone getting, they were getting read out to me and some of them were brilliant, you know, like it was just, it, what an amazing running community we have. Uh, it's just, abs- and it's just amazing. Like it really does melt your heart when you see all the messages that are coming through and um, all the support. And, uh, and, and also vi- Debbie made some amazing videos. Like she, she asked, different people like friends and family and you know running running uh or running comrades to send in a video like just a a message of support so we got a tv all set up i'm sure some of you saw it and uh yeah we got like my coach lewis to you know he wrote he 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 did one and he was singing he was singing on it on the treadmill (laughs) i can't remember what he was singing but it was like just brilliant, you know, and then we had Kenny, you know, Kip Kenny, Kenny Wilson. Kenny Wilson, yeah. yeah. He got some of his TikTok videos and uh, he, he made his own, like, bespoke rap just for me, breaking the 24-hour world record. Honestly, uh-huh. it's just amazing. We had uh, Andy McCall as well. He was running up a hill. He took a video. Robbie Rennick, uh, Olympic swimmer, uh, he also did one. We had Rob, we had Big Charlie Harper. He also... Yeah. Sent one in, big Tommy, yeah, was, Tommy running on the tethers too. Uh, yeah, oh, it was just honestly, if that doesn't motivate you, what will eh? It was. I, I've seen. I've seen some of the ones that uh, that came through the TRS feed. I was. Uh, I actually spoke to Rob Turner and Charlie Harper to get theirs, and uh, yeah, it was nice. great. Great idea, and it was. It was. <laughs> it was uh, I saw Kenny's on the background of the feed, which uh, which was, I quite look. I look forward to seeing that one properly. Oh, but yeah, I mean, it, that's amazing. It was just brilliant. Like, so how can you be bored? You know, I had nothing to be bored about. How was, did you feel the miles went? So, in terms of that, how did the miles go by? I mean, that, that must be because you know, I would, as I say, I was either on in the background while I was doing some things. Then we were, I was obviously I was visiting family with the family things on, and I was uh, keeping an eye on it. And then in the evening, I had it on on the laptop. So for me, it was kind of like an ongoing thing in the background. But that's a hell of an amount of time that was going on for. Did it feel, I mean, you sound like you're entertained, but did you feel, did the miles drag at all? They, they did. When my pain, my pain, when my hip was in so much pain, like, I'm not even, it's really difficult because some, you know, sometimes, not, I'm not saying I make excuses, but you know when you run and you feel a bit of pain, like this was proper agony. If I was in a race, I would have stopped. I would have definitely stopped uh, because I would have been nowhere. But because... It was it, because it was such a big challenge, a, a challenge of a lifetime, really. 
to get on a treadmill, like the amount of work and organizing to get this thing on or to, 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 to happen. There's no way I was just jumping off the treadmill for this. Like if it ruined me, if it, if it ended my running career, so be it. Like that's how, that's how like wow. dedicated I was to, to staying on this treadmill. Because if I stepped off, people would, would have any more entertainment for a Friday night or a Saturday morning. <laughs> exactly, and, yeah. You know, there's, there's less chance that they would donate to it. So I had no, like in my eyes, I had no choice but to keep going. And they got to a point where, you know, Lewis and, and I think Lewis and Debbie had a chat outside the, the studio to say, look, he's not getting, he's in pain. I don't think it's a good idea to keep going. I don't think he's going to get the rest. Like, you know, things might have changed, but he just, I think, the, the consensus from Debbie and, and Lewis was he would be depressed if he doesn't if he if he told them to stop. So he'll you know just yeah. he can he can make the decision and and it was he looked right very decision. labored. Yeah, he looked very labored from about eight hours. Yeah, it really was like so. I mean, my it, what I found after like I think it was like fourteen hours or something. I can't remember when. It was like it's it's like being drunk. You don't know your timeline anymore. Uh, <laughs> but I ended up inverting my. Um, uh, yeah, inverting my 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 right foot inwards, and, mm-hmm. and that ended up easing easing the pain off my hips slightly. So that meant that I could prolong the time that I could run for, and and that coupled with the massage gun, coupled with doing squats, ended up meaning that I could keep going as you know for longer and longer. And um, it was pain, like it was every step was painful, um, but yeah, it was. I, I yeah, in my head, I was like nah unless somebody fl- tries to drag me off this treadmill, I'm not getting off it. Uh, so yeah, it was a, it was a weird, weird feeling. So you, I've never had that before. You went through you. I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't, I think I spoke, I spoke to you sometime around about hundred miles. A hundred miles was about 14 hours sort of time. So at that stage, you're very much all within the 24 hour pace. As you say, your, your, your buffer is kind of, is starting to be depleted. How did your mindset change through that 12-hour onward period with regard to the 24-hour record? And how was, and obviously we know the pain was getting worse and worse and worse. So how, how was that? At what stage, how long did you believe that you could hold that? And did you know when you reached the end of your buffer? That's a really good question. So... Uh, some of those, you know, mathematicians out there like Jason Kelly and, and <laughs> Dino, and they were all like working out, right, if I was to keep going um, at this pace, what, you know, what am I going to be, how, you know, and, and am, am I still on track? So essentially, when I was running at that sort of 13, 14 hours, I had to basically maintain that speed. And I had, I was basically bang on world record pace if I was to keep going and have wow. a couple of minutes off in terms of breaks. So in my head, I'm like, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. I'll just keep inverting my hip, holding that pace, getting a massage gun, keep fueling, keep hydrating, and I've got it. And that was at like hour, thir- hour 12, hour 13, hour 14, hour 15, all the way up to hour 16. I thought I've still got it. And then when I got to hour 16, two hours to go, that's when the, the hip was just, it started just season up, season up, season up, mm. jumping off. And I thought, nah, this is like, I'm going to have to have some sort of amazing, supernatural second wind for me to get this world record. And uh, and that's when I knew, 
like that's when I knew I wasn't going to get it. And that was hard. Like, uh, it was hard for a little bit, but then I was like, I'm going to give this all I've got until I can't move anymore because it was just like all the messages, like I I, I can't, honestly, it feel it's, it's something like I've never experienced before, but like, Every time I would ask how many, you know, what's the donation up to? And when I heard it was like at 5,000 pounds, that was like after, Christ, that was like after like hour two or something, I was at 5,000 pounds. So it was like 4,000 uh, just going into the record. And then I was at 6,000, then I was at 7,000. And like, see here and all those, like it going up and up and up. It honestly just kept me going. Like I thought I cannot, I can't get off this treadmill. Like, it it was just, oh, oh it, it it was just amazing. Like for people to be watching for so long, people were watching at three in the morning. You know, like <laughs> what the hell? Like you know, it just it, I didn't I didn't know people would watch watch it at all. And I had all these folk giving me messages. It was just overwhelming and just yeah. I mean, and and like I got I got like a you know I, I, I'm gonna read it now because for the Gathimba Edwards like. Uh, some of the things that the money would go to, because this, you know, I heard some of these things coming through, like Jacqueline, who, you know, she, she's from Kenya and she lived on a mud, mud floor with water leaking in her roof. And for the money that's raised now is completed the building. For, it's a fully furnished house with solar power. And the, the money's also raised. It's, so this isn't my money. This is money from people who are listening, people who have, you know, just supported the whole thing, um, you know, installed and connected runner, run, running water to give six fam, five families access to regular water supply for farming, drinking, cooking, and washing. Provided solar panels for two families, um, you know, the money for Chaz, you know, these, these kids in Scotland, have, they've got life-shortening conditions and it's a lot of support that they need. Like, that money's going to help them and... Um, you know, I'm I'm just choosing to put put myself in suffering. None of these like people choose that. Uh, oh Jesus, I'm fucking crying. I knew this would happen. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get it. Just shows me how you've that it's sort of it's uh, it's gone beyond an athletics challenge. You know, you were there for. And let's be honest. When we first, I know you had you had charity fundraising intention at the start but the start this very much started as i want to break a world record and, and do something special and it was an athletics challenge and i guess what this really shows is it's become so much more than that and you know the the good that that, that you and also the athletics community getting behind you in scotland have done is is, is amazing it's absolutely amazing it is it's absolutely amazing like you know i'm just absolutely so thankful for everyone who's helped out and like, yeah, I mean, this isn't changing my life. This is changing people who actually need our help and need our support. And whew, uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, and th- that's why I stayed on that treadmill. So, so basically, I stayed in that treadmill as long as I could. And then the last, uh, the last couple of hours, the last hour seventeen came. Tommy, Dino was like giving it, giving it, you know, big big Billy boss, you know, giving me like, come on, you can do this and all that. And I'm like, 
I'll do here get let's put it up a little bit more and I'm like nah I can't keep it going 2.6 kilometers an hour the last hour Tommy and it oh, was just yeah. like and then I you know Debbie like came you know she gave me a wee whisper about half an hour ago and said look like and she I had I basically stopped and I had to lie down I was just like I needed just the sheer agony in my hip I was like I need to just get off the treadmill when I got up when I got back on like I could hardly move on the treadmill you know the belt was going so slow uh, and uh, you know she she just said like let's just stop it you know this is like four in the morning let's just stop at hour 18 and uh, and I thought yeah it's probably the right thing to do because I, I can't go in you know I can't go in any longer than this. It's just going to get worse and worse. And I was getting colder and colder. And yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was hard. It, do you know, it, it wasn't even that hard. It wasn't even upset or anything because I was still getting the support. That charity, you know, that money was going, that was at like eight grand by this point. It just coming up to nine grand. It's, uh, and I'm like, bloody hell, this is, this is just amazing. So when I got to Away in, I just felt so... I just felt like I've, I, I broke the world record. It's, it's almost like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have got, if I didn't raise that amount of money, if I raised, say, a couple of grand, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't have had that same elation. I can't, I've never felt so elated for anything in terms of running victory that I've had compared to what I did last week. Even though I didn't break the world record. Raising that money, you guys helping me out, raising that money was just, it's one of the most proudest things that I've ever done. And, and you know, the running community should be so proud of it. And, re- and it's not just about, you know, donating. It's about just the support. And, you know, we're all, we're all aiming for one common thing, and that's to work, you know, to, to, to get to a certain goal and to achieve things and to help it, each other out. And, you know, we have got such an amazing running community and so positive and just absolutely brilliant. It's, it really is a privilege to... To you know, to podcast with you guys and to know some of you guys who've who've helped out and who listen, it's just yeah. It, I, honestly, I'm I'm on cloud nine still. You know, it's starting to wear down quite slowly every day, <laughs> but I'm I'm still trying to get there, Tommy. So let's still so, to that cloud nine. So the final, just to so I guess to wrap up the start side. So eighteen hours, and am I right in saying one hundred and eighty kilometers? I think it's about that. I. Eh? 116 <laughs> miles or something. Okay. Good job. That's a hell of a long so way. Slightly off, uh, slightly off what I wanted, but hey hope. But I mean, I think so. That I mean, as I've come, I mean, it's a the it's a the event is a hundred percent a success because it's you know for all the reasons you described. But I want to ask: Do you have any regrets of how it unfolded? I think probably you know looking back. Um, Knowing the pain that my hip was in, not being able to discover why, you know, I need to find, finding out what that root cause of that hip pain was. Now, if I was to run maybe for five hours or six hours in the treadmill at that pace, I only ran about four and a half hours on the treadmill. If, and that was the max I did. Would I have found out that hip pain? Would that have given me an indication of, right, your that's this isn't a good idea to to run or you need to you need to go and do some more strength and conditioning you need to go and strengthen those hips up more you need to maybe you know forget about doing a hundred mile world record in the treadmill go for a, a slower pace and steadier pace because that sheer you know that sheer you know 
competitive motion on the treadmill is just going to really scupper you. So, you know, in hindsight, that's maybe a regret. And going, you know, going for two records does sound greedy, but if I got that 100 record, I would have, you know, I would have just, A, kept going like I did until I couldn't go anymore. And I know if the world record didn't happen, the 24-hour one, then hey-ho, who cares? Um, the other regret is, should I have just said, let's go for the 24 one and slow the pace down and just hold that? And maybe things would have been different. But I just don't know. The hip pain could have still been there too. And it would have just happened later on, perhaps, you know? Well, you know what? I think what's as, as much as I know, you're, I know you are disappointed about the, the, um, the records because, you know, you're, you're not, you're, you've, you've made a huge achievement in terms of the fundraising, but, you know, you are at the end of the day a competitive athlete. But I think one thing that strikes me is, well, two things that strike me. One is you've gone to the point of breaking. You, on that day, couldn't have gone any further. You've, you've really gone, you know, people talk about going to the limits to find out what they can do. You've gone to your limits. And on that day, yeah. you know, you, you, you cannot look back and think that you didn't put, leave anything back. You've put everything out there. You've broken yourself. And you've got, I think you should be so proud of, of what you've done. And, on, and secondly, the other thing I think is, I honestly don't think, I, I, don't, I personally don't think, you could have raised, you would have raised any more money. I think that you've, the, that you putting yourself out there and show and really going to your limits. Something you don't see often, people really going to the breaking point. You, I mean, you re- really see that in sport, uh, that someone actually goes to the, the point at which they break. You've done that. And that I think is what's inspired uh, us all to get behind you. Oh, well, those words, Tommy, you couldn't have said that any better. <laughs> And I just, uh, so I'm looking forward, I'm, I'm looking forward, I was going to say, I'm looking forward to the 2021 edition when you go. Oh, again. no, yeah, we'll have to do one every year, eh? It was Walls Way, <laughs> then it was uh, Hardware's, and then it was UTMB, now it's this challenge. Uh, but this is, but you know, I mean, like, listen, listeners as well, like, don't be afraid to, you know, have a massive, like, a BHAG, you know, this is a BHAG we're talking about, and, and it was a daft challenge, and, and it was maybe a bit bold, but, like... This the the you know it's it's made me a different person. I'm a different person for doing this. Like, and my head's you know I'm I'm far more confident because of this. I'm more proud of who I am, and uh, and I've had pretty pretty down. You know, there's been a lot of down. You know, real hardships in the last few months um, that I've had to deal with, and and my family, and they've had to deal with. And uh, so yeah, so it's you know it's it's. Um, it's something that, yeah, it's something that you should, you know, just do do something that inspires you, excites you, motivates you. And uh, if you think it's unrealistic, you never know. You never know. Just give something a bash. Don't be scared to tell people. Don't be scared to put yourself out there. Just you'll learn so much from it. Even if, it, if, it's, if you win, if it's a success, you reach your goal. If you don't, you'll learn so much about it. You'll, you'll still hold your head up high because it will make you a stronger runner, a stronger person, a better human being. Because you have to put yourself through real struggles and hardships to, to, to find out about yourself. If you don't, you'll never, you, you'll never achieve what you want to achieve. And you'll look back in X number of years and go, wow, I wish I did something like that. Or I wish I ran a marathon, but I was just too scared to. Like I'm, I was shit scared before this challenge. I really was. Like 
I'm putting my, you know, people no are going to be watching me and I could, you know, fail it. Like my hip could go and, and it would be, a, you know, it'd be a laughing stock for 12 hours. And I had, I had no regrets. People could have been laughing at me. I didn't care. You know, I wanted to just go out and inspire folk and, you know, and, and try my best. And, but luckily people were right behind me. So I didn't think that would be the case and I'd raise that amount of money. And yeah, I'm just proper, you know, so grateful for everyone's support and donations and things. It's just melts my heart, Tommy. Well, I know one thing Kyle mentioned to me before we went on is that the, after we've, at the end of the show, we're, we're going to do it after the show so we can add it in because it's going to be a long time. But Kyle, we're, hang on for the credits of the show because Kyle wants to, Kyle's going to, you know, there's a lot of people to thank and because he's a, such a nice bloke and a hero, he's going to do that. So, so stay tuned at the end of the show for that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, well, we're gonna we'll continue to talk about it over the coming weeks and months. Um, and listeners, you know, get in touch if you've got messages. We've had so many messages on on the TRS feeds. Uh, if you want to get in touch with Kyle and you know t- t- pass any message of thanks or or congratulations, please continue to do so. The donation is page is still available. I'm going to go on tonight and do my pound per mile, which Kyle has now confirmed is 116 miles. So. Uh, I better get my credit card out for that. I'm going to j- jump on and do that. Um, and, oh, and, Thank you. and yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, just to, I guess, as we will continue to talk about it in the weeks to come, but mate, honestly, you should be, you should be so proud of yourself. It's, it's an amazing thing you've done. Uh, you know, I so, obviously, I know how much you wanted to, to raise money for charity. I know that this is, that you must be blown away because this has surpassed what you hope to do. And yeah, I think it's uh, you're a, a real inspiration, mate. And it's uh, oh. you know, I think one one thing on one, a lot of the messages reflect this. One one Robbie Simpson's message on Facebook stuck out that you could feel the pain through the feed, and it, you know, you've put yourself through the ringer. You've really gone to the limits, and yeah, I salute you for that. Oh well, thank you, thank you. Well, yeah, you can. The the amount of messages is just I haven't read them all yet. Like you know, I, I thought I only had two friends, but. It appears I've got far more than two friends. That's uh, Tommy, and, <laughs> Tommy and my cat, you know. <laughs> uh, so, but and folks, if you do want to, you know, obviously, I've got more time in my hands now. So, you know, feel free to, you know, message me about absolutely anything you want to find out more about what I was doing. You know, any any advice or, you know, if you've got a hack that you want to get involved in. You know, and this is free advice. You know, I'm I'm happy to give free advice. Um, you know, for anyone who's who wants it. Um, because you know, we're this is a running community. TRS is a running community. Um, if you do want anything more, again, like I say, I've got a, a bit more free time in my hands, folks. So, um, you know, I have got. I'm looking to have another five athletes. That's my limit in terms of full-on running coaching. Um. And, you know, if any listeners are interested in that, if you run, you want to break a 5K PB all the way to ultras, do get in touch, please. And, and, you know, just let me know if it's something I can help you with. Even if you just want to have a chat, see if I'm the kind of coach for you, then I'm absolutely happy to arrange that. And you can get, you know, you can contact me on the TRS platforms, the TRS podcast platforms, um, you can also contact me on my new website. It's trs-training.com. And or you can email me at kyle at trs-training.com. So, um, yeah, 
hopefully hear from some of you. Other than that, Tommy, we're, we're keeping it short because you've got a call at eight o'clock, don't you? I do, yeah. It's a Friday night and I've got, I've, I've got a place to be. But before, one last thing we need to, uh, we need to do. Uh, so just want, you know, that's the, to announce that this week's TRS run of the week is Dave Andrews. Because Dave Andrews ran for six hours on Saturday oh, last I week. I didn't get the, the Kyle <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> I, come on, you said we agreed you were only going to get it if you broke a world record. Cheeky come bastard, on. you kept that hanging, eh? <laughs> bastard. Fair enough. I'll let Dave, I'm joking, on. I'm joking. Of what? course, the TRS run the week goes to the man himself, Kyle Gregg, for, oh, great, for, for changing lives and, and just inspiring a nation. So well done, mate. Thoroughly well deserved. Well, well that's amazing. Well, folks, I'm sorry this is a short one, but... Uh, Hopefully we'll, we'll catch up with you all soon, and we'll, next week we'll we'll give you an, an update, an update, a recap on how your training is, and uh, you know, Tommy, we haven't really spoke about you at all. So, uh, do I you want to give him a think, minute to tell no, him how you get? No, I think we've established nobody cares <laughs> about marathon training. That's that's it's far too dry. So, uh, at all. Yeah, we'll, well, next week, next week is the week of Antrim, so we can we can catch up on that next week. Okay, well. Folks, like I said, really, really thankful. You made me cry on TRS. I never thought I would ever cry on TRS, and I did. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to read every single one of your uh, donations on just now in the credits, and then we're going to follow that by uh, Ali, Ali McIver's uh, running song at the end, eh? our TRS running song. So, okay. Tommy, listeners... Really good to chat to you all, and we will see you next week, and we want to hear some more BHAGs. So get your BHAGs in, and we're going to chat about them next week too, folks. Bye. So as I mentioned, I want to thank absolutely every one of you um, for helping uh, raise almost £11,000 for Chaz and Gathimba Edwards. Some of you are anonymous, so uh, apologies, I can't thank you personally, but you know who you are, so uh, yeah, really appreciate all your help. So yeah, so first uh, off is Emma, uh, Lorna, Lorna Rice, The Smiths, Ali McIver, Andrew Crichton, Angie, Debbie Consani, The Dyaks, Rowan Angus, John Conley, The Kidney Expert, I still got my kidneys, John, Grant McDonald, Dave Moore, Tracy Smith, Oh Man Dave, thanks for the support, buddy. Thomas, Wee Campbell, Kersley and his family as well. My mum and dad, thanks mum and dad. Mark, Ian, Tom, Eddie McCluskey, Cara McWeir, Finley Finley, my gusset's still intact. Uh, Thomas, who else have we got? Keeps going back to the start. Dino and Jane, Alan Oog, Quinton Chalmers, Andy and Lynn, Totty and Tim and the dog Otto, Fraser Gormley, Matty Babes, aka Matt Wilson, Angus Gillespie, Craig Shields, John Craig, Stephen, uh, the Bring You Own Beer Milers as well. Uh, so that was Finley Finley organising that. Great, really appreciate that. Ian Beatty as well, thanks Ian. Darren Tom, Leslie, Jennifer Wetton, Graham Tom, Richard Hills, Julian, David McClure, Lee, Colin, Lewis, Louise Sutherland, Mark McDonald, my coach Lewis, Carol, Isabel Rennie, Brian Kinghorn, Stephen Hanley, Sean Butler, Andy and Susie Thompson, 
The other Colin, I think it's, I don't know who the other, well, it's Colin Whitby, <laughs> need to know who the other Colin is. Ruth Gill, Jason Kelly, again, cheers for the support and the challenge. Barry, the Benny Hill Ultra Marathon team. Rob Turner, Nicola Gold, George Chalmers, Craig, David Wallace, Eliza Duquette, Ben Strong, Andy McCall, Meadow, Martin Butcher, Michael Harrington, Stu, Graham Watson, John Lenehan, George McLeod, Ian Tom again, thank you, Ali and John, Alistair Walker as well, interview of the show, Shona and Stephen Smith, Paul McMonagall, Charlie Story, Ian C, Arista, Louise and Neil Ke- Kelly, thank you, Karen Meston, Kenny, Dan Monaghan, Sarah Simpson, Holly and Graham Morrison, Steve Smith, Gordon, cheers Tomcat, Julia M, Craig, Phil and the family of Speedhub, thank you, Arlene and Graham, Matty Babes again, Alison Allison, Tim from Speedhub, Andy Trail, Aileen, Campbell Scott, Duncan Anderson, Kipchoge even donated apparently, uh, Lorenzo Ditu, Pam Thompson, Lisa McKenzie, Carol Massey, thank you, Nicole, Nick Emsley, the Muddy Dewar family, Mark Oti, Stephen Carmichael, Jeanette, Mandy Allen, Mo as well, I don't think it's Mo Farah, uh, Andy McGilvery, Sarah Bremner, Max Mears, Patsy and Jim, Gillian Smith, Gordon Penman, Jason Fairhurst, Margaret and Flicker, Jackie and, Jackie and Mac, Sarah Bremner, Stuart McGilvery, Maley's, Jackie Nicholl, Ben Warren Runbeer, Susan Brown, Kev Hughes, Kristen Apple, Gavin Liddell, Rebecca Watt, Robbie Cooman, Mark Musgrove, Chris Cowley, cheers for the support on the day, Gail Irvin, Jane and Alan Wilson, Kenny's mum and dad, Alex, James T, had uh, Lee Shaw, Taka, Toffa Endress, John Dargie, Kevin, Bob Crow, Katie Swinton, Joe Murphy, Kelly Green, Ronan Beale, Hugh Walton, Richard Rolson, Kenny Garden, Neil P, Charlotte Green, Colin Monday, Grant Fraser, Fraser Davidson, Uncle Dave, Donna Wallace, Tom Roach, Lawrence Wright, Mandy Nethercott, Marlene McRae, Neil McClure, Rebecca Ripley, Karen Herbert, Barry Gibson, Billy Gibson, Mike McPherson, Jackie, Jacqueline Gillanders, Mary and Mike Watts, Angus Turner, the Macaulay family from Nairn, cheers DJ, Alec Davidson, Moira Stephen, Matthew Wardner, Claire Russell, Matthew Milne, Kevin Hamilton, Kenny's brother James, Kevin, Amy Mackey, Gary, David and Nicola Moy, Alan, Abby, Gary House, the Harpers, Chris Mill, Davy Hill, Kyle Bissett, Kyle McKay, the Kyle McKay family in Fakif, David and Nicola Moy, Alan, Abby, so I think this is repeating itself. Don't worry, you didn't donate twice. Uh, we had Ross, Gavin Langlands, Lewis and Morag Miller, Del Rey, Marie, Andy Janata, Richard Reed from Nabib- Nab- Namibia. Ross, uh, again, it's repeating itself. Again, you didn't, really, you didn't donate twice, folks, I hope. Uh, Richard Reed, you've, I've already said you. Kenny, Kenny Little from Dundee Hockey Harriers, Andrew Mostyn, Neil Walker, Niall Walker, sorry, uh, Fracky, Barry Stables, Joe, Eddie Wren, Frank, Dave Gilmore, Jamie, Graham B, Claire Bruce, Chris Sloan, Tom Burridge, Chris Russell, Bryony Parker, Claire Dunn, Andrew Taylor, Lorna Smith, The Walkers, Jess Allen, Phil, Emma Herbertson, Tom Doney, June Buchan, Connie Spouch, Steve, Gordon Barry, Rico, um, 
We've got Blair and Rebecca, Dan O'Leary, Keith Dunnett, Murray Strain, Kevin Reynard, Liz and Nick Bryan, Tom's mum and dad, Sarah Simpson, Portia McRobbie, Martin, Anna Forsyth, Jane Butler, Davy Reed, Gemma, Liz and Peter, Brian, Darren Tom, Jan and Griff, Carolyn Milne, Mrs. Bradley, my old uh, dinner lady, Claire, Claire Naylor, the Chief Dreep, <laughs> brilliant, Dave Moore, Keith Black, Michael Aitken, Ada R, Charlie H, I think that's Charlie Har- Harper, Christine and Paul Toman, Elaine Taylor, Jess B, James Cruikshank, again it's repeating itself, and Dave, D Goggins, I don't think it's uh, David Goggins, but hey ho, Jeanette, Lisa Brownlee, Steph, Paul Robertson, Paul Coxell, S- Scott Porches, Duncan Riddich, John, Donna Brody, Beth Jones, Ali Mathers, Jonathan Peebles, Ryan and Kath, Sheena and Lawrence Rudkin, Susan McCritchie, Claire Smith, Adam and Claudia, Quinton Chalmers, Russell and Becky Strachan, Alex, Philippa, Jill, Charlie Denham, and uh, yeah, there's still other people to thank. Uh, Alan and Jean sent me a check, so really, really grateful for all your kind support, and uh, yeah, um, really... Yeah, delighted with the outcome.